0: Hello and welcome to the Miles to Memories podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman, and soon to be Travelmation Agent of the Year from As the Joe Flies, Joe Chung. That's
1: all the fake five stars reviews I did for him. Yeah, I
0: appreciate <laughs> Joe got that, his, uh, yeah, he got his troll uh, farm. Oh, it his Yeah, to, to, get, to get all the votes for. But you were, you're nominated, what, you're one of the top three agents for Travelmation. You're going to have a, a retreat next year where they're going to, where they're going to give you your crown, right?
1: How many how many agents are there? Yes. Four total in the company. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: there's like a thousand agents, but
2: uh, yeah, I don't think they renominate people. So you know, there are a lot of great agents, and it's I don't I don't even, I honestly don't even know the criteria. But yeah, it was an honor to be nominated. It was a real surprise, actually. People started texting me, and I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" But yeah, we'll find out in January. I don't expect to win. Um, the, those other two agents are really great that are nominated, but yeah, it's a cool. It's cool, but you know I don't like talking about myself
1: like this. So, do you get like a free Disney, free Disney trip if you win, or what? Uh, I doubt it. Maybe a T-shirt. <laughs> I don't know.
2: We got to see what the, I got to see last year's travel.
1: nation with an M on a T-shirt. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I'll get.
0: Yeah, well, that, that's it's great though. Great news, well deserved. Thank you, thank you. It's it's funny every time I talk to people about Disney casually, like when I get to a, a miles and points meetup. I was just in Miami meeting some. Uh, some miles and points people this last weekend. But anytime Disney comes up, it's just how complicated, how terrible it is. And uh, you demystify all that for people. So it's cool. Not that this is an ad, an ad for you. Uh, but uh, yeah. And but obviously Disney Deciphered, too. But you do a good job. <laughs> I, I've i talked to so many people about it. And congratulations on that. Before we get into the show, as a reminder to everybody out there listening, head to mtmpodcast.com for all the links to subscribe, to uh, sign up for uh, our partners to get cards, all of that stuff, and uh, you can find us in any podcast app. Just search Miles to Memories. Mark and I also do our Vegas show on YouTube. But if you want to listen to that in podcast form, you want more of Mark laughing all the time, uh, you can search Mtm Vegas Said in any podcast ever. app and find that podcast <laughs> too. So lots of uh, lots of good Vegas stuff, uh, and uh, so yeah, let's. Uh, so I was in Miami. I just got back home. A whirlwind trip. Down, I got to stay in my first Kempton, so I'll, I'll talk about that. I know Mark, you were in Chicago over the weekend, staying at that yeah. lovely looking Thompson. Jess so was you...
1: the rudest person I met there, man. She was horrible.
0: <laughs> yeah, on the on the <laughs> boat tour, right?
2: Yeah, actually, this is yeah. my last episode of the uh, MTM podcast because you know my wife and Mark had words in Chicago. You know, they had a fight <laughs> on a
0: boat.
1: No, it's funny. Should I just get into the story now? I guess I don't. I don't know, but um, yeah, so, get so I it. Yeah, it's not my I wife. Said,
2: let me let me be clear. It wasn't yeah. my wife. But, no. But said, we didn't uh, know for a second. No, I'm
1: just kidding. Yeah. I sent a message like this lady, you know, telling the story. And Joe was like, wait, Jess is on a boat too. Maybe it was her. Was it her? I said, no, oh, she's older. So I don't think so. He's like, you forget how old I am. But
2: Well, actually, I, I had a thought. I had a thought because you said it was an older Asian lady who looks like 50. But uh, I don't know if you all know the saying, but Asian don't raisin. So if she looked 50, that woman <laughs> might have been 70. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never heard that saying, but I love it. Um, yeah, you know, so we did the architecture tour. Uh, Kevin Song, uh, our buddy, had sent me a recommendation cuz he lived in the area, and it's through the Architectural Society or whatever. It wasn't cheap. It was like 130 bucks, you know, $52 a ticket per person and then taxes and fees and all that stuff. And Illinois loves their taxes, man. Jeez. Um, so it was 130 bucks for me and my son. Uh, my wife and daughter went to American Girl Store and did that, the whole dining thing, got her hair done, the, whole, the doll's hair done, all that stuff. So we're on it, and you know, like halfway through, I went down. Uh, my son wanted a cookie, and I was going to get a hot chocolate. So I'm waiting in line for the bar, and there's like four people in front of me, and I'm on my phone answering you know, questions or emails and stuff. And I could tell the lady behind me was like dancing, like getting anxious. And she like looked at me like, you know, out of the corner of my eye, I see her like get up to the side of me. And I'm like, OK, lady, like what? It's not like, you know, I'm up to order or something. There's still four people in front of me. So they move up to the next person. I'm still answering something. So there's a gap of like one person in between us and the line just moved up. She goes and walks in front of me. And, and gets in line in front of me as I'm standing there. How dare you, Jessica? Yeah.
0: She de- <laughs> How dare you? She
1: definitely wasn't from the Midwest. Let's just say that. So I'm like, what? what is this? Like, I can understand if, you know, it was time to order. And she's like, well, if you're not going to order, I'll get up there. But there was still three more people in front of us. So I'm just standing there and she turns around and looks at me and I just give her like a stare. She's like, oh, you can you can go ahead of me. You just were so distracted. And I was like. It's not like I'm next in line. There's still three people in front of me. So you didn't really accomplish anything here. She's like, yeah, you can go ahead. I said, no, obviously you're in a rush. Go for it. You, you can stay ahead of me. And she said, thank you. <laughs> and then she ordered her stuff and she was still like putting the tea bag in or moving it around or whatever. And I got my stuff and left like at the same time as her. So it saved her no time. The rudest thing ever. Oh man, I wish it was Jess. It would have made a better story.
2: <laughs> she definitely would not have done that so but i mean just just, so, just so be bizarre. less distracted mark Jeez. yeah
1: i i didn't get it i'm like where are you gonna go so i'm like where are you gonna go you can't go anywhere she's like oh i know i just you know i'm like w- <laughs> what's the rush here she you're really not getting needed done her any tea quicker. man she needed the tea <laughs> she really loved the architecture tour she was upset that she was missing buildings it's like we go down the river and we come back the same way you're not gonna miss anything Look, the Cornhusk building is not going to
2: describe itself, okay? (laughs) She had to listen to that.
1: Uh, But no, it was a really cool experience. Uh, You know, anytime you can do a boat tour in a a city or town, anything you visit, I think it's the number one thing you should do. You always get, like, tips that you wouldn't know otherwise or places to go, unique info, like, hey, go to the top of this building for free type of stuff. So I always encourage it, and we had a lot of fun doing it. And It was a little bit colder, and it was still fine, so cool views of the city get get history of you know the Chicago fire and all that stuff not the tv show the actual great fire of chicago
0: chicago has such a historic skyline so like for architecture it's like oh it's you would think it's weird but basically the skyscraper was born there and some of the most prolific architects of all time uh came out of there so there's some really uh, incredible buildings there i remember doing a similar tour like a long time ago and when you were doing it, I was like, "Oh, I got to get back there and do that again." And I want to try that company because I, I think I did a cheaper tour back in the day, so I don't think I got quite that. Yeah, that some of one. those
1: boats look like they're put together by like duct tape. Like it was, it was bad. So definitely <laughs> pay attention. There was a couple good ones. There was like a dinner cruise that looked really nice, but it was like 150 bucks a person. That boat looked really cool. Our boat was nice. Uh, the the lady that did the presentation was amazing. And the coolest new building, like our favorite building. We didn't know when we picked it, but it's uh, not even finished yet. It's it's built, but it's not like open is the new St. Regis building. It looks awesome. It's all wavy and they built it like the architect, uh, a woman designed it and it goes like in at certain points and out at other points. So it's like, you know, three towers all wavy together. And the, the glass is different colors because when it goes in it, that the thinner part of the building gets hot quicker. So it's a darker blue glass where it gets a white glass or vice versa. I forget how it was but it was it was very interesting
2: mark what was the boat company you used so people can think about it if they that's the one they want
1: oh yeah they uh it's called chicago architecture foundation center river cruise so you know they're going to be the best because it's like the people that do this for a living and you can add like five dollars and go into their uh, museum as well uh, as an add-on for the ticket so i think it's probably one of the more expensive if not the most expensive tours but definitely the best and and most historically accurate let's say that i don't know some of the boats looked straight dumpy <laughs> yeah
2: that's not what you said online but uh i don't want to bleep it out yeah he <laughs> took a picture of one called Skyview that looks very bad and uh, in case the context wasn't clear that wasn't even uh,
1: close to as bad that was just a weird <laughs> flat boat there was yeah. one that looked like it was a tugboat from like the 20s and they just like threw some spackle on it and said let's go and there was like Feels six character. people it's this huge boat and there was like six people on top the only people that were dumb enough to book it i guess
0: <laughs>
2: anyway uh in case it wasn't clear from the context my wife was in chicago at the same time with her friends they took a boat tour as well architectural boat tour it was called shoreline and they really liked that one as that well. looks so good that looks You like can, good uh, check uh either either the one Mark did or that one, uh, but we can recommend those if you're doing... You know, I didn't... I was not... Like, when Jess and I went a few years ago... First of all, I took Jess to Chicago in, like, 2017, and... Wait, you went
1: places back then? Yeah, it's crazy.
2: (laughs) Well, this is the point of my story. She was like, I don't remember coming here. And I was like, what's the point of taking you anywhere, man? Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you have no like why why do we go anywhere um but yeah so we thought about taking one of these boat tours then but we didn't but she went this time and um both from her and you it sounds like it's really cool so she said that the person who was doing her tour had like a nice conceit like she was like i guess she was like the kind of bit that she was doing was that like they were in hollywood and these were all the stars that are coming out the buildings and stuff but she said it worked really well so she really it sounds, enjoyed like her tours. It sounds like the southwest
1: version of yes.
0: a, yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, she enjoyed her tour. You enjoyed yours. So, you know, something to check out if you're in Chicago.
0: All right. So let's talk a little bit more about uh, the trip. Uh, you stayed in the Thompson, right? The What is that? It's in downtown, yeah. isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's uh, north of, you know, the main river, uh, ju- just west of Michigan Avenue. So up near the American Girl Doll Store. And we stayed there last time when I went back in May. So we got to check it out a second time. Booked it with free night certs, uh, because so, it was it was peak, so it was eighteen k a night, category four, uh, Hyatt, and this was a, a good thing we did. I had booked it with points one night, with points one night with a cert because I only had one cert, and then my wife's account got a cert. But I wanted to be sure, you know, it was booked under my account. One to get the you know as a globalist to get the the free valet parking, seventy five bucks a night, and then the breakfast as well. So you can do a thing called award transfer. So anytime you have a two-player system or even friends, you just call hi and say, I want to book an award transfer, and you give the uh, person's account number. So she, my wife called and said, I want to book this hotel Saturday night using my free night award, award transfer to my husband. Here's his account number. And they book it, and it's basically like you're using their free night cert for your account. You get the elite night credit. You get to use all your perks. So this really adds value to anybody's free night certificate if you have a two-player system and one person has Better status. Or if you're going with a buddy or a girlfriend or whatever, and you're like, I have the status, let's each pay for a night. You can do it this way too. So that's really cool.
0: The room looks a little small. Uh yeah, I, I noticed from the pictures. The uh that's are small. The, the room so yeah, they don't have queen size beds, it's like full size beds.
1: Yeah, full size beds, and this is why global globalists are sham. I think I think they screw us globalist lights over here, the thirty night people. I'm gonna complain a bit, but good. No, I've sta- I've stayed there twice. I haven't gotten an upgrade. I even emailed the uh, GM ahead of time and said, Hey, my kids are, it's their, we're celebrating their birthdays or anything you can do. And we get there and they're like, Hey, you're, uh, you know, you're, you're supposed to get an upgrade to a corner suite, but it's a really busy weekend. I checked online. They were selling corner suites or the junior suites or whatever they're called. So they had them available, whatever. I'm like, at least give me a water view. They're like, we'll put you on the top floor that we can put you on floor 21. Nope. City view. Both times I got in city view, not water view. You know, the room was smaller. It was so, and the, the beds were tiny, full beds, a double room with full beds is a, is a European type of thing. So it was a little bit tight. My kids complained that they are kicking each other all night. So I ended up having to book uh, a room, a get, second trip in a row. I've had to book a second room the second night. Um, and I was going to use points. I was thinking about it, but I went to the front desk and, you know, uh, Joe, your uh, words of wisdom of, a while back of the family rate came in my head. So I give that a try. And did it work? No, it did not
0: um oh. guy, <laughs> i was Man. like do you guys have <laughs> you really set me up for a good lunch there I was, I, was, no. I, was, I was ready to look smart
1: i was ready to look like i knew
2: what i was talking about for once but, you know, uh, it, was it was the opening
1: it was my opening line at least so i went to the front desk and this was like we were eating dinner at uh, uh hugo frogs something like that in fish market or whatever and that's what i will say about this hotel it's in an amazing area. I know a lot of people think the Athletic Association, the other Hyatt option, which is down by Millennium Park, is in a, be- a good area. I, you know, I've been through that area. I don't think it's – unless you're going to the park for something or you want to be really close to the Riverwalk because I guess that's a little bit closer. Both are you know, easy to get to. This one's like right in the heart. My buddy calls it Viagra Triangle. <laughs> it's surrounded by all these high-end bars, restaurants, and stuff. It's where old men come and then younger ladies come and sugar daddies and all that stuff go on, I guess. I guess that's the the joke of the name. But, you know, they have uh, Gibson's, which is a well-known steakhouse right there. The Hugo's Place is owned by the same company. They own Lux Bar across the street, which is a really nice restaurant. And then even the restaurant in the hotel gets good reviews. So, it, you know, you have all this stuff right around you, all these local bars. The Michigan State Bar is right around the corner, which is, you know, key as well. So I went up to the front desk. We were eating dinner. I walked across the street because everybody was complaining. I said, you know what? I'm going to go take care of this. So I said, hey, do you guys do this thing called family rate? We have one room. We need a second room. Everybody's complaining. Your rooms are too tight. They wouldn't give me a rollaway bed because it was a fire hazard. And he said, I've never heard that. I'm like, yeah, you know, my buddy tells me Hyatt has this thing. where, where <laughs> If you're booking a second room, they'll give you like half off or, or a percentage off. And John Ryan has a write up. I haven't looked at it yet, but that will be coming out sometime this week, too, on this. And uh, he's like, no, I haven't heard that. He's like, I can give you a room. It's 349 tonight. And I said well the app is 297 so I wouldn't pay that anyway but you know this is my second room can you do something he said I can do 219 a night I said okay let's book it so I used my new uh, travel elite spark travel elite uh, capital one card so I'll use the points to wipe off the charge of course checking out I was billed 349 so luckily I looked at the uh, bill before I left went back to the front desk said hey I was told last night that it was gonna be 219 they said do you have a print off I said no I booked it here at the front desk and the manager front desk manager didn't give any pushback or anything said, all right, give him the $140 credit or whatever it was and uh, gave me that rate. So that was cool. It, you know, it shouldn't have ever happened, but at least they were cool to do it. And that's why you always check your bill before you leave because over the phone probably would have been a whole hassle.
0: Yeah. It's, it, it stinks that it happened, but it's nice that they, when mistakes happen and you know, good properties fix them without giving you a hard time. Right. And that it's good to see that they, they did that. I love uh, that area of Chicago. It's so walkable. There's so many cool things to see. And uh, I haven't stayed at the Thompson, but uh, maybe I was Chicago Athletic Association was on my list, but maybe I'll have to try the Thompson. Although see,
1: I've looked at that and it looks so dark there. The rooms look dark. I mean, the rooftop bar restaurant looks amazing, but everybody, you know, always raves and reviews about it. And then we had somebody say, I stayed here because everybody says it's so great. And the rooms were dingy, dark, felt like it was in a basement. I'm like, that's exactly what I felt like uh so didn't love it so it's very funny like some people love the tops and other people love that i guess it really depends on what you're doing uh during your trip
0: yeah i, I i've stayed at the the regular hyatt regency there which i think is like the biggest or second biggest yeah in I've the world there. and uh, it's nothing special but uh so there's so many hyatt options there what's up joe yeah
2: i was going to say not to brag as a real quote unquote globalist but i guess i've honored jess and her friends at uh, Hyatt Regency and uh, two things of note the first is I did email them and they did give Jess a sweet upgrade and on top of that there are other friends like there was enough of them that they needed two rooms the second room I like asked them if they could do it connecting so th- I, I assume <laughs> I'd be interested to find out now I bet you Hyatt Regency that Hyatt Regency does a family rate because they can connect a regular two queen room to the suite so they had a connecting room so they you know there was five of them so they really enjoyed just not having to like go out in the hall to like talk to each other and stuff like that and so that worked out well and the other thing that uh we've talked about a bunch of times so i thought i would bring it up that high regency club is open it's the first high regency club that i like have heard of that is open i'm sure there are others but it was that's a bad interesting thing
1: t- i don't want to go to the club i want to go to the restaurant
2: yeah. well, i told <laughs> i told yeah no, that's a good point because Jess was like, Jess was like the uh, breakfast was not as good as you know when we were in the Hyatt Regency Vancouver where the club wasn't open. That breakfast was like, you know, a really great buffet. So it's not the greatest thing, but I did tell her to go pick up some free Diet Coke for me, which she did not. Thanks for nothing, Jess. <laughs> yeah, why do I to get some of... honor if you, if you don't
0: even get Diet Coke from <laughs> from the lounge? Come on, that's the downside of these lounges reopening. Like it happened in the Hyatt Regency Orlando, their lounge reopened. And I much prefer their breakfast offering that they had over what's in the lounge, um, especially like when you're busy and you're not really utilizing the lounge at night because the breakfast is never as good in the lounge or almost never, at least in the US, I feel like it's never as good as what yeah, we got. I don't got think in it's
2: ever better even because overseas, like um, yeah. this is not Hyatt, but I was at a Conrad and they sent us to the restaurant and it was like amazing. Yeah. So I don't yeah, think that's that like, ever better
0: elaborate buffets and crazy stuff in the luxury hotels, uh, overseas. So sometimes they give you that even when they have a lounge overseas, which is really nice. Like in China, most of the hotels will give you access to their full spread in the morning. And then you still get lounge access at night.
1: Yeah. And I, uh, I looked at the higher Regency cause that was only 15 K a night instead of 18 K one. My daughter requested that we go back to the Thompson cause she liked it cause it was fancy and it's more bo- boutique. So upgrades are probably easier at the Regency because they have so many more rooms and the Thompson, you know, is is a much smaller hotel. No, it's because so- I'm a real globalist. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> don't sure, don't sure, take sure. away from
2: my don't take away from my
1: glory here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the breakfast at the Thompson is pretty good. You know, nothing great, but the restaurant is nice. It's always busy at night too, uh, so I guess they have some some good uh, dining for dinner too. But our bill was like $130 for four people, which is insane to me. And I feel like with these uh, companies that give you breakfast to elite, the, the restaurants just pump up the the prices. I mean, even more so than a normal hotel, because that's like a $40 breakfast anywhere else. And, you know, hundred. I can't imagine anybody paying $130, 140 for breakfast without having status. It's just it's mind boggling.
0: I think that's like a business hotel. Right. So they probably get a lot of expense accounts. true, Maybe uh, stuff like that. So they, they, across- you're absolutely right. If you don't
1: have uh, Global Stats, go across the street. There's a uh, pancake house that looks really cool. Cute little pancake house. So go there. Nice. nice. It'll cost you $60 or $70 instead of 150 because it's Chicago.
0: So, so any other uh, quick takeaways uh, about Chicago before we move on?
1: Uh, you know, I, I was interested to hear what my wife had to say about the American Girl doll store because I went in May. And uh, she got to go this time, her first experience of it. She said the dining was pretty cool. The hair stuff was pretty basic. I said, how does it compare to Bippy Bobby Boutique at uh, Disney Springs? You know, because it's better than Disney Park, Magic Kingdom. But uh, she said, oh, Bippy Bobby Boutique blew it away by far. Like just the, the whole whimsical of it, how much they dote all over you. And the hairstyles were were more intricate. And you get the bag to go and, you know. It's a little bit cheaper for sure with the uh, at the doll store, but not uh, not much really. So if you're going to do one or the other, you're kind of kicking it around. Definitely uh, save it up for the uh, the Disney experience. I would say.
2: Well, that's if you can avoid going. I mean, if you're trying to save money, <laughs> that's if you can avoid. Well, going you can to go Disney to Orlando and, stuff. Stuff. and go to Disney no, you Springs can. and tell you your kids I'm just, that it's. I'm, Disney. Just, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying you got to have the <laughs> discipline to not spend hundreds of dollars to go into the parks, and then yeah, you, you're coming out better.
1: And then. Of course, you know, I, talk about, I hinted at it last last week, the Hyatt points pooling transfer thing where you fill out the form and send points from, you know, pretty much anybody, which is a cool feature, you know, used to take a couple days. I, I even looked at my old write-up on it, the process and how long it took, a couple days. I submitted it on September 7th, and as I'm, like, checking in for the second night, paying for the second night, I get an email, oh, your points transfer went through on October 15th. So it took... Like six weeks, five weeks, which is insane. Um, just terrible, and that's part of the reason I didn't want to use points because I'm like I don't really have the points on my account yet. All of them were my wife's, which she could have booked it fine, but you know at the reduced rate it was it was fifty fifty basically uh, value wise. So I went with that, and then that came through. I reached out to Hyatt last week when all this was going on. You can't get any help from Twitter or anything, so I reached out to our. PR person contact and said, "Hey, is there anything is this going online at any point?" Seems like that they're overwhelmed or or not really set up and she said, "I can't uh confirm anything or deny anything." So, you know, I think that something is in the works. Uh hopefully we hear something soon, but otherwise it would have just said, "No." Um so that's my thoughts on it.
0: Hopefully they have that in the works. I mean, you can transfer from Chase and it's instant, right? So they have some sort of mechanism where you can move points into accounts instantly, you would think they would be able to set it up where you could. Plus everybody
1: else, all their competitors have it online. So let's go. Yeah. Better
0: not be pulling some
1: capital one shenanigans. Is is that, (laughs) is that working again? Yeah, it's working. It got came back last week and it's weird that they never mentioned anything about it or apologized or sent anything to their cardholders or or anything. I find that strange. You know what it sure. feels like and,
2: and in case you guys don't know, um we talked about a couple of weeks ago how Capital One transfers weren't going through. What it feels like is I'm sure it's not this, I hope, because it's a gigantic bank. But remember when the plastic merchant started like not paying out oh, they're for, like, a couple of weeks <laughs> at <laughs> a time and they're <laughs> They could not afford the,
1: the transfers?
2: <laughs> yeah, he he was running late and stuff like that. And, like it feels like that kind of thing like oh, the payouts are, like the transfers are down for a couple of weeks cuz like maybe they're buying themselves some time to make up whatever, you know, they spent they spent all their actually I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say, but uh they spent all their points on things that uh they shouldn't have been spending their points on. So building the lounges, invent, like right? Building like the that. lounges. That's what we don't they build your, the don't, lounges, yes.
1: Don't invest your Capital One rewards in Bitcoin, okay? That's what we're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, they did. That's what they did. They went long uh, on Bitcoin with the, yeah. with the transfer points. As long as they don't go broke before they pay me my two hundred and fifty K they owe me for this sign up bonus, uh you know uh, i'm okay with it but I, i'll i'll do a write-up about that too my process of signing up for the card because it's really a weird setup i got a little bit of info from the banker and uh i'll be able to help out people uh so look for that write-up if you are looking for a banker because that's the hardest thing about this card is you can't apply for it online the spark travel elite card you have to go through a banker so i'll give people a way to to get a hold of that banker if you're interested in the card
0: good stuff so did uh did you guys buy anything on Prime Day number two? I mean, how many Prime Days do we did. have? I'm a sucker. It didn't seem like there was as many deals. I know for miles and points-related buyers clubs and stuff, there certainly weren't as many deals, and people were complaining about it. Um, but uh, it doesn't seem like we had as much action as we did on, on the original Prime Day. But, I mean, it just seems like there's just so many. Like I, They can only have so many Prime Days before you know, you get diminishing returns on you know people buying and stuff like that
1: you would think that they would figure out how to make it a good process of finding stuff. Like it's still just like QVCS where they just throw stuff at you and you have to comb through it. And I don't understand why they can't make it easily searchable. Like here's the categories click here if you want this. And I don't know. Uh, I ended up buying some, uh, some Bose headphones, some workout headphones uh, that, that were like half off that, that seemed like a good deal. Bose had some good deals, Apple, which always has good deals on prime day some TVs, a couple computer deals, but nothing like e- any close. I did buy a DoorDash gift card to support my Dashers out there. You know, $15 off 100 or something like that. Where
2: my Dasher homies at?
1: Yo!
0: Yeah, yeah. so there's a, there was a bunch of, uh, you know, renewed pay with points promos. So uh, we do have an article. If you go to, like, the Prime Day article that Mark did throughout Prime Day, you can see all of the links for all the different pay with points promos if, through, like, American Express, stuff like that.
1: I always have a post that has all the active points promos too. So that's probably easier. Okay. We'll put that in the show so, notes.
0: Yeah. We'll put the show notes, the link for you guys to, to check. You can click through and see if you qualify. I qualified for one. So I picked up some AirPods pro two uh, because they had those at like a little bit of a discount. And then with my pay with points discount, it was a price. That's probably better than I'm going to get anytime soon. I will say just a quick review from a travel perspective. The AirPods pro 2, um are, are really good. Like the noise cancellation is I would say noticeably better than on the original airpods pro like you can when you're on a plane you can almost hear no noise which is you know it's fairly miraculous considering how small they are and the sound quality is uh significantly better too than the original airpods pro so i feel like it's a, a worthy upgrade and i'm enjoying them plus some of the cool but then you gotta features. get a dongle <laughs> Yeah. The little, the little, yeah. Make it a dongle the, or for,
1: uh, for the inflate entertainment, man, I'm an inflight for yeah. life. So I do like that. My noise yeah. cancelling have a, a wire plug too, that you can hook it up to if you need to. I find that. I just
0: useful. love the size yeah. of it. That's really it. I I'm, yeah, you know, true. I'm traveling all the time. Um, you know, I have very limited space. So having that, I do have some old Bose, you know, noise cancelling headphones that work really well, but I love taking these and and they're really good. So I would recommend them, especially if you have AirPods Pro 1, you're looking to upgrade. I do think it's a noticeable and worthwhile upgrade. And then, you know, uh, if you, hopefully you'll see deals on the original AirPods Pro coming, you know, to kind of clear those out uh, either way. So that was, uh, you know, that was pretty good. And I don't know, we'll see. Black Friday, I think is going to be a big dud this year with Amazon because they've just had too many different sales and and everything else uh, going on. So, did you guys grab Diamond Status from IHG? They had that promo. How long did that last? Like a day?
1: I think it was like it was supposed to be for Amazon employees, and it kind of leaked. So, I do think they killed it. We like all in work the for Amazon. We yeah, I mean, we basically do. Yeah. At Prime Day 2, we work for you, Amazon. You know.
2: Yeah, we're basically uh, <laughs> free advertisement for you, Amazon. So.
1: <laughs> but no, I didn't grab it, and I put on Twitter like nothing is more like catnip to travel hackers than status. They probably will never use like. It's only good till the end of the year. People you know people sign up for they have no plans to stay at an IHG hotel where they're like, hey, it's free. I'm gonna take it. Just like your best western status, Sean.
0: <laughs> yeah, my my lifetime best western diamond select status. Yes. Uh and I'm one of these days, one of these days I'm gonna actually I thought I was gonna use it in Scandinavia, but I did not. But I'm still hoping to do it. But I mean, I think a lot of people out there probably grabbed it and they're wondering. Uh, what that is like, right? And I was in, so I was in Miami this past weekend uh, for like a retreat for Built Rewards uh, advisors, which I'm one of them. People who listen to the show or read the site know I went to Mosquito Island last year, hosted by Built. Uh, so this was sort of a follow-up trip to that, kind of finding out what they're doing. IHG hosted some stuff at the Kempton Surf Comber down in Miami Beach. So uh, with all that out of the way, so I was hosted there, but I wanted to talk about my experience because it was a paid rate. At the uh, the Kimpton Surfcomer, which is uh, my first Kimpton hotel stay, have either of you guys stayed at a Kimpton before?
1: I have not, and we should probably clear up the paid rate was paid by Bill, right?
0: Correct. the The rate was paid by Bill. I, as far as the elite experience, I just want to talk about what my experience was because it was a normal paid rate as far as the hotel was concerned, so that they could see uh, what it was. So, you know, going in there, checking in. A little bit of an elite acknowledgement, but this hotel doesn't have a lot of upgraded rooms. So there were quite a few diamonds there, as you, you can the imagine. got globalist treatment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, got, I got the Mark Chicago treatment where I got just a regular room. I, I didn't even ask for like an upgrade because, you know, there was a lot of miles and points people there. I knew there'd be a lot of diamonds. And I had looked at the rooms ahead of time online and knew that there wasn't any really, you know, those older Miami Beach hotels. You know, they can't change those buildings um, because they're all historic. So... Um, They're kind of stuck with uh, footprints from a long time ago. Um, But the room was was really nice. And it was the first time I got to use the secret password, which was fun. Uh, They had, uh, it was like, I forget what it was. It had something to do with like pick a stick or something. I think it was pick a stick was the password. And they had a Jenga uh, thing at the front desk. And on top of each of the Jenga pieces was a prize that you could have. So I think they had like, somebody got a hat. They had points. They had a spa credit, food credit. Stuff like that. I ended up getting the Swag. points, which they give me, I think it was 600 points. Um, so, you know, so, that's kind of cool. It's kind of like a, a little dollar. bit of a novelty. Yeah. <laughs> now, as far as my, my diamond status, which now uh, to disclose this, I have that uh, because I did a campaign with IHG earlier in the year. So I did not earn that the hard way. Um, but as far as my diamond status, when I checked you in, I was given a didn't earn it the hard way
2: like uh, everyone who matched last week.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, yeah, exactly. I shouldn't even have to like worry about it because I could have it. I could have had it uh, through the match, uh, but I did get it through IHG. Uh, but anyway, they offered a choice of breakfast, which was good, which is that new uh, benefit, or a twenty-dollar raid the bar credit, which is a food and beverage credit for the entire bar stay. Bar credit, baby. No, because uh, it's oh, only it's one twenty dollars. Oh, yeah.
1: Boo, that's weak.
0: Yeah, so it was like that or points, which is the welcome amenity of points, which I'm guessing would have been 500 points. Um, So, you know, breakfast is obviously the best choice there. The other good thing is, you know, a lot of people have had mixed experience with late checkout. They no problem with the 2 p.m. late checkout there. So that was another uh, nice thing. So, overall, really pretty property, I would say. Miami Beach isn't my scene. Like, if I'm going to go to a beach, Miami Beach isn't the one I'm going to choose first. But uh, I think the location of the, the Kimpton was was pretty. You don't good. like
1: staring at thongs all day.
0: <laughs> well, there are good and bad to, to, to every to everything in in life. Uh, but no, a really nice beach, Kimpton Surf Uh It's a they they took good care of everybody, so that was that was really nice. I also got to experience flying down to Miami. I got to experience for the second time somebody getting kicked off of an airplane and forcing refusing to get off and forcing everybody off the plane so that they could get the police in to get them off. Thankfully this lady didn't get arrested, but she came off the plane after she forced them to kick all of us off the plane so that they could get her off the plane. She just like strutted off the plane like like there was like she hadn't done anything. Like she hadn't like caused a two hour delay for everybody else. All because we were on a regional jet and she didn't want to gate check her bag because there was no bin space. So that was what it was about. She was screaming and yelling and cursing and it was uh it was insane.
1: Somebody else posted a very similar uh, thing this weekend, like on a different flight. So I I don't know why people are so upset about that. I mean, then bring a backpack and put it under the seat, I guess. There you go. Then you don't have to worry about it or get on boarding quicker. You know, (laughs) I don't know. Gate check. Gate checking is probably the best of all the options uh, for checking luggage, in my opinion. And like, I know what you mean. Thankfully, she didn't get arrested, Sean. But to me, it's like no arrest her.
2: She needs to have some kind of consequence. Like you can't. I just, I just can't with people right now. Should be a fine it's, for whatever they have to pay. At, the, yeah, at the very least, it should be yeah. a fine. Like you, you, the entire plane had to get off because of you. Because what? You're too entitled to check your bag. Come on. And we're not yeah, talking. It was insane. You know, I understand sometimes like people have like fancy instruments and stuff like that, and that gets confused. But like this is just your
0: whatever. Anyway, sorry. The crazy thing about it, and uh, so for some context, we had some, something similar. It was a mask incident, but happened on a JetBlue flight a couple years ago. So that was the other time I had somebody get dragged out. So that was a little bit different. But in this case, like the crew was amazing. Um, she was just going irate, and uh, at some point, the flight attendants tried to handle it. I was I got upgraded to first class, so I was towards the front of the plane. She was further in back, so I didn't get to see all this like firsthand. But the the pilot, but I got to see all the conversations between the pilot and the co-pilot and the flight attendants in the front and the pilot, the co-pilot, they went back there. And at one point, the co-pilot actually got her to give up the bag. So they actually gate checked the bag. So we thought it was all over. And then like 30 seconds later, she just starts screaming again. And then they're just like, all right, she's going. And then they try to get her off. Then they're like, she's not leaving, so we got to get everybody off. But I'll just never forget the look on her face as she strutted off that plane. I just wanted to, like, I oh, man. She was she was, so, she was just like, she could, didn't like, do anything.
1: Uh, somebody, uh, I think the other person that I read this, they said, the flight attendant's like, well, now I'm going to have to have everybody else get off. And then all the passengers started screaming at the person, like, get off the plane. So then peer pressure worked that they were getting off, Um so maybe they should have brought every all you guys into it, like start throwing like be like uh, Phillies fans and start throwing food at them and stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. But I again, I want to say the American Airlines crew uh, in Austin did a really great job uh, on on handling that. So I was I was happy. And I think the delay ended up being just short of two hours because of the because of the incident, because it was just took us a, it, it, They were trying desperately to calm her down and to not have to kick her off like they really did everything they could to like try to prevent that. And uh, yeah, she just was uh, having one of those days. So, you know, don't do that. Um, Flew Frontier back. This is the first time I think I've flown a transcon on Frontier by myself where I'm not, uh, you know, with the family. It worked out really well, I would say. It was, it was fine. You know, it was uh, another good Frontier flight. Although, you know, as I've said, the seat's not the most comfortable.
1: No padding. Yeah.
0: I will say in Miami, I had a conversation with Richard Kerr where he talked about how much he also appreciates trains with tires, with rubber tires. So I just want you guys to, to understand that you guys are just wrong on this issue on how cool. Oh, so Richard, Richard, Richard
1: Kerr is the deciding factor on things?
0: <laughs> I guess. I mean, uh, I'll take it where I can get it. Any, anybody who wants to agree with me on this, uh, I will uh, I'll take it. So uh,
1: Nobody cares either
0: way even, about Did tire. we even
2: say anything negative about the rubber tires? We just said that's not something we had heard of. You know, I, I don't care about, what, I still you know don't what, care. Yeah, you know what, Sean, I'm going to ask my seven year old son today, you know, who's really into trains. Maybe he'll tell me about rubber tires.
1: Talking about kids. Connor made us ride the train. Uh, he was trying to decide bef- between going to like the top of the John Hancock building or going to the bean in Chicago. And he's like, oh, I want to go with bean. And I said, is that just because you want to ride the train? <laughs> he's like, yeah, kind of. So we did ride it. We went to Pequot's Pizza Against. So we rode the train most of the way up there, walked through DePaul which has a nice campus and then rode it from there all the way down to what's it called? The cloud gate or something like that. The actual name for the bean. Uh, so we wrote it down there. So he was very happy that he got to ride on the train and we didn't even look at the tires because nobody cares about,
0: the I tires. don't, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that I ever heard the name the official name of the bean before uh, what you just said. I, I just always thought it was called that. I don't know. That's crazy. Um, while we were in Miami, we did a tour of Calle Ocho which is like Little Havana in Miami, which was really neat. Uh, If anybody's never been there, definitely worth doing it. You get all kinds of like cool Cuban food. You have all the music going. They're like hand rolling cigars in the stores. You can go buy like those Cuban shirts and hats, Um, you know, all kinds of like interesting food and music. Is that where you guys got
1: your hats? (laughs)
0: <laughs> no oh yeah there's, so there's a picture on twitter that somebody from the ice no that was part of the that was part of like a party that we that we were at where they they gave us these uh what what are those hats called i don't know the name of them uh what's like a cuban style like a hat yeah, but i don't I don't, I, know. I don't know the name of it are but calle ocho yeah so that's like the heart of like where all the cuban community is in miami or in you know really the u.s and it's a really neat place if you walk down on a street in downtown miami so i highly recommend that our tour guide was really good, and she kind of did a great job of mixing, you know, Cuban history with, you know, her own Cuban heritage. And then we stopped at four or five places and tried different things from, like, churros to empanadas to, you know, some other stuff there. And, uh, obviously, cafecito, too, which if you guys never had, that's Cuban coffee, which is, like, have you ever had Cuban coffee, either of you? No. So it's, it's like served in a shot glass, like in a tiny glass, not like a, like a less than one ounce because it's like super concentrated coffee with like sugar, but it has like significantly more caffeine than I think even like espresso. So you can only have like a little bit of it and it just wires you. Um, But it's really good. It's very, it's like sweet because they boil down the sugar in it. And uh, if you've never had it, definitely worth trying, but just make sure you don't have too much of it because it can get, uh, get a little bit crazy. We had Cuban sandwiches. So that was a really neat time. Saw the the big Pitbull mural which Pitbull is like their their hero down there. And oh one boy. of the best concert I ever <laughs> went to. Uh, you you want to make fun of Pitbull. The best concert I've ever been to was Pitbull. Best concert ever. 2004 baby. No, Pitbull. he is such a good performer. Oh god, who cares? Who cares? He's such a good he's such a good <laughs> performer. Go see Pitbull, go see Calle Ocho in downtown Miami. Especially if you're there, it's really quick to get to. It's really close to the airport. Uh not far from Miami Beach. So a good time in Miami Beach, but, uh, you know, good to be home again. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, since you were in Miami, and
2: I know you've cruised out of that area a lot, um, whether it be from Miami or Fort Lauderdale, I got a question for you, Sean. Okay, so I'm taking two of my kids down to watch uh, the U.S. Women's National Team play Germany in a couple weeks. And we're going to have a couple hours to kill in Fort Lauderdale before we go to the game. The game is in Fort Lauderdale. The stadium is like right it's pretty close to the airport i'll have a rental car any suggestions for what to do with a nine and seven year old in fort lauderdale for a couple hours we probably don't want to go to the beach
0: <laughs> that was gonna be my suggestion Go to be no uh i don't know i mean see the thing about like fort lauderdale miami area is there's a lot of traffic so you don't want to like, go too far um yeah you know, i'm worried about that too yeah yeah the 95 can get really backed up I um, love that yeah. you asked
1: Sean when my parents lived in Fort Lauderdale, but yeah, you know, that's cool. They
2: did? I didn't know that. <laughs> All right, Sean. They've lived, you're Mar- lived Mark in, is just going to tell you to take him to a bar. Florida.
0: He'll just tell you to take him to a bar. I was I was going <laughs> to tell Sean, you Sean, you're out, Mark's in.
1: <laughs> no, you're not going to look my answer because I was going to say go to Hollywood Beach. They have a boardwalk there. Uh, okay, so I don't mind. Yeah.
2: I don't want my kids to go in the ocean, but yeah. Okay, yeah. Hollywood Beach, yeah. Okay, go yeah, ahead. Yeah,
1: they have like a boardwalk area there. It has a lot of restaurants and stuff you can walk up and down, little shops and things. I mean, there's not a ton of, you know, kids things that I can think of in that area. Yeah, I think Fort Lauderdale is, is yeah, it's it's
2: more of like a... Is that where all the old people are? Older, excuse
1: me? They're, I think they're north of Fort Lauderdale. If you want to eat New York pizza, there's one of those on every corner in Fort Lauderdale because... I swear yes. that everybody from New York just moved down there and opened up a pizza place. So you, you'll have your pick of the litter there. All right, cool. <laughs> Sounds I good. did find a I found a really cool Japanese steakhouse. It only has like six tables in it and it's ran by a husband and wife. The husband cooks and the wife does all the uh, the waitressing and and all that stuff like brings everything out to you. And they're older, so they're, like, 70. My dad didn't want to go back there again, even though the food was really good, because he felt bad making the old lady work so hard. <laughs> but they, like, hey, love it. <laughs> what
2: I tell you, man, Asian don't raise them. They're probably 100 years old.
1: <laughs> but no, he's like, the food was great. The prices were really good. And... uh I, that was the first place I had Ichiban because I was like, do you have Sapporo? She's like, oh, no, Sapporo's trash. Here's Ichiban. Yeah. So it was like a great experience. She was su- super nice. The food was really good. Very affordable. But he's like, I can't go back there. I felt guilty the entire time I was eating.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, but last thing, Sean, you'll appreciate this. Because I am loco, guess, uh, guess where I'm going after the game, which ends at 9 p.m.?
0: Where? That's right. Driving three hours to Disney World. Oh yeah, well I should have known that. What am I? <laughs> yeah. What am I? Uh, what am I thinking? That's like I need this. Yeah. I need this. I need this. Bright line. Bright train line. to yeah, open. The, yeah. Because yeah.
2: we're gonna do the reverse in February for our family trip, and I'm hoping that if the Bright lane is open, and uh, hopefully crossing fingers, it has rubber tires. Then um, you know, it does. Hopefully, people will like love. Hopefully, taking people that learn track down.
1: not to not to try to jump across the tracks with this one because it's gonna be even faster than the one they have and people die from that all the time trying to beat the train yeah it's That's,
0: it's it is crazy that it, that that it, it runs dark at, no but it runs that <laughs> yeah, grade true. i know from my all the way up to palm beach i've ridden it um back a, a few years ago i wrote it between miami and fort lauderdale and uh you know that that section has been running for quite a few years but they're going to open up uh west palm to uh or palm beach to orlando international airport which to your point mark uh it's going to go much faster during those parts of the, the journey because it's going to be out kind of in the middle of nowhere. So, um, yeah, and it's all at great. At least it is the Miami to to Palm beach part is all at great. So there's like car crossings and all kinds of stuff, uh, that it, that it goes along, but, uh, it's good to see high speed rail coming to, to the U S and soon we're going to have that Vegas to LA train. Thanks to bright line yeah, too, sure. right? Mark. So sure.
1: <laughs> when they blow so. up a mountain, <laughs>
0: All right, well, I think that's going to do it for this week's show. Joe, where can people find you when they're not listening to this fine podcast?
2: You can find me at As
0: Joe Flies.
1: On the flies, bronze medal of the podium. <laughs> yeah, on
0: the broad, at,
2: <laughs> at, at, at minimum bronze medal. Yes, excellent. Uh, yeah, at As Joe Flies, all over social media. And if you have any Disney or travel agent cruise needs, email me, Joseph Chung at travelmation.net with an M. What about you, Mark?
1: You can find me on Twitter at DetroitMark. Uh, email me, mark at miles memoriescom comment on any of the articles, join the Facebook group. I'll get back to you there. How about
0: you, Sean? Yeah, we're at Miles to Memories all over social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere like that. We're still, you know, I think I cursed us when I said that we were coming close to 30,000 subscribers on YouTube a few weeks ago because like all of a sudden they just like came to a crashing halt. So I think we're like 10 subscribers away as we record this. Uh, but, I don't get uh,
1: dank button it's so easy
0: <laughs> everybody out there all you all right, do you want me listeners, to listeners we have thousands and thousands of people accounts. who listen to this show wait yes, i want to i want to plead to everybody accounts. out there if you don't like just subscribe just help us out to get past thirty thousand. i
2: i'm doing it right now with my extra account sorry
0: all of our uh, fine listeners out there if you want to support youtube.com forward slash miles to memories uh subscribe there for the vegas content and then everything that we do whether it's our podcasts our videos all the posts like 37 posts a week something like that miles to memories.com
1: way more than that
0: <laughs> yeah oh, i was just coming <laughs> up with it some weeks it's it's about 37 some weeks it's 57 i don't know all right thanks so much for listening talk to you next time i subscribed oh.